0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and I want a beer somebody. I'm Mike. I'm Nate.
1: I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading our Patreon-selected book of the month, Along Came a Spider by James Patterson. And two of us uh, brought a beer along.
0: (laughs) Along came a beer. (laughs) Nate, what are we drinking? We are drinking... Solo Exhibition. Oh, God, it's so by good. By Other Half. Oh, my God. Is a double dry hopped triple IPA. For uh, a singular good time. Because the the main bad guy, Gary Sinigi, if that is his real name. Uh, uh, they said Sanji in he, the he, movie.
2: Sanigi you know. sounds like a kind of television manufacturer. I thought it sounded Italian. <laughs> I listened to the audiobook and then I
1: read it, and I was like, that looks like a fucking... Albanian name? What the hell is that? that? doesn't sound Italian at all. <laughs> That's Sanigi. He's like, Gary Bagadonuts Sanigitano. <laughs> it was whatever the fuck his name was. Who, no one cares. What, anyway, what are you drinking? It's fake. Anyway.
0: Gary, Gary, whatever his name is. Napolitan. Uh, uh, scary he Gary. He wants to be famous and he wants to be, f- wants to be infamous or it's kind of like he wants a solo exhibition. He also is planning to do this whole mega
1: crime by himself. It's a solo exhibition of his genius and his penis just for like one scene that they never get back to, that his penis was involved or something. (laughs) So Along Came a Spider is James Patterson's like first big hit book, I believe. Because Nate and I were trying to figure this out last night when we were totally ready to do research (laughs) after we had (laughs) moved furnished for 10 hours and had drank a bunch of beers. Had drunk. I don't know. And uh, like James Patterson published a few novels going back through the 80s, maybe even the late 70s. But no one gives a fuck about those books. But this series introduces his most famous character, Alex Cross. Psychologi- psychi- psychologist? Detective. S- black guy. Yeah. Piano player. Large penis haver. <laughs> and all around cool dude. And have sold a and bajillion cool, and copies. Uh,
2: gram- grandma lover.
1: Oh, he's a lover, all right. Yeah. He's like Dr. Shaft. <laughs> it's like yes, Shaft MD, <laughs> so, <laughs> Private Eye. Um, yeah, so it's got one eye. Uh, so he, <laughs> this this is what put James Patterson on the on the map, so to speak. I think, and he at the time he was still working as an as an ad executive. So that tells you something about James Patterson. Is that he why he kept working. saying
2: here, try these Fritos for the whole book. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> to, flavorful and refreshing. Like <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more refreshing than
1: Fritos. <laughs> you could taste taste like real corn, just like Abuelo used to make. <laughs> but, but he was he worked as an ad ad, ad executive, which is like the, the quintessential soul-crushing job,
2: and he gave all that up to churn out James Patterson novels. <laughs> so that says something about the man. Well, eventually he gave it up so that other people could churn out James Patterson novels. He franchised himself. <laughs> Read that thing about how many books he sold.
1: Oh yeah. So we were reading his Wikipedia page. It 12 last billion. Uh, he, he, almost. It, it, well, it's like Pretty it's like close. the debt clock. <laughs> 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 they had to make room for more numbers. <laughs> But there's, this is from his Wikipedia page, which clearly he wrote, or his agent wrote, because it's like, you know, the section is career. It's like James Patterson, blah, 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 blah. He published his first novel, The Thomas Berryman Number, period. Doesn't even link to that book, because no one gives a fuck. Then the novels feature his characters, Alex Cross, and blah, 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 blah. Pat- Patterson has written more than... Two hundred novels since 1976. That's too many. And he has maybe, had
2: maybe impossible.
1: Uh, ask R.L. Stein. He has had <laughs> more this than a hundred. This book 100... is the size of all of R.L. Stein's books put together. It is. That's true. Gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. He has had more than 114 New York Times best-selling novels. That's a really weird sentence. 114 is not a round number. <laughs> Like, it's, well, he's it's definitely 114. had 114. He has had at least 114. <laughs> uh, and he holds the New York Times record for the most number one New York Times bestsellers by a single author. What are the odds that the New York Times record is for New York Times bestsellers? <laughs> uh, which is 67, which is also a Guinness World Record. Like one of those has more weight, I would think. His novels account for one in 17, roughly 6%, of all hardcover novels sold in the United States <laughs> in recent years, his novels have sold more copies than those of Stephen King, John Grisham, and Dan Brown combined. <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck those guys who also do what I do." <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then it just keeps going on about he is the, he is the most borrowed author in British libraries and. <laughs> Fucking, he's won no awards. Like, his,
2: his awards include an Edgar Award. What the fuck is that for? It's this guy, Edgar, his friend, who gave him an award for my favorite author that I know.
1: You know it's Edgar Allan Poe. It's mystery writers. Like, okay. Yeah. I guess if you're into mystery, you know what that means. Anyway, hey, that's, that, that's the <laughs> mystery. <laughs> Edgar Allen who? Uh, so that is, that is from James Patterson's Wikipedia page, which is hysterical.
2: And That's this a staggering set book that of uh, statistics, though. Impressive, right? And uh, maybe some of them are good.
0: <laughs> maybe some of them are true. <laughs> some of them are I mean, very them, casually say, maybe, maybe written. Maybe some of those books are good. I, I think the part where he wrote 200 novels is not true. He, he was there the title, when ghost
2: no-
1: novels were written. He wrote mm. down the titles of 200 novels. <laughs> He's like, how about... Uh, the Ghost uh, Sandwich. Um, <laughs> Make me a book... <laughs> And uh, the really bad traffic jam. (laughs) The old man who was rich. (laughs) How about that one? And someone's like, yeah, I think I could do something with that, Mr. Patterson. Good. Make me money or I'll eat your kids. (laughs) So uh, along came a spider, anyway. Came out in 1993
2: and... Same year as Jurassic Park?
1: And I wish a dinosaur ate it Because it sucks <laughs> It has It does suck Now we've done some long books We've done War and Peace What else have we done that's big? It It's a thousand pages We've got a few other really big books
2: None of them Wild. have As much plot as this book
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is like the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy But I think it had more characters <laughs> This was Lord
1: of the Rings And the Silmarillion <laughs> Fucking the Wheel of Time In the ass And there are 18,000 bastard children's stories. That's how much
0: happened in this book. (laughs) And it's just book one of of 30. (laughs) It's just like 30
1: sequels.
0: (laughs) So it starts out not with Alex Cross, but with this weird scene of murdering the Lindbergh baby back in 1930-whatever. 32? Which confused me for like the rest of the book because it's like does he think this guy did this? Because when you meet the murderer, who is, you know, uh, James Patterson's Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> yeah. he, um, I mean, yeah, clearly this is writing on the coattails of Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. Being like a psycholo- psychological killer, crazy person, serial killer, murderer, child rapist. Uh, so anyway, so it's about like uh, this kid. So it's the point of view, 12-year-old kid who like breaks into the Lindbergh house and kills the baby and buries it out in the woods. But he's wearing size, like size 12 shoes to make it look like somebody else did it. And then, but he did it because he wants to be famous. And then, then it jumps to Alex I, Cross. I honestly and then, do not remember that part one bit. It, I, it was. It yeah. was would the opening would have been like,
2: That didn't happen. What are you talking about? It was the, it was the I, opening I, pages. I was, and then it was so long ago. But then <laughs>
0: later, the guy, the Murgari, is like, oh, "I want to be the, I'm son of Lindbergh." He signs and things like. So wait, he did it. But the problem is, this book takes place in like 1991 or 1992.
1: So it was like, I think even he wants if a twelve-year-old kills son. the
0: Lindbergh baby, that person would have to be a minimum in their seventies, and it's like. Very rare for people that old to be uh, criminals, but... Oh, um, Nate, you do, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's to Limburg. My <laughs> Limburg. Uh, and so, uh, anyway, so then it jumps to Alex Cross, and he's discovered the, like... And he's been called to a murder scene in in Washington, D.C. So he is a detective in Washington, D.C. And Washington, D.C. was, did have a lot of crime at this time.
1: Uh, It's whatever the perpetual tense is, is Washington, (laughs) D.C. It is is not a place, even whatever they've cleaned it up since then, it's never like anyone's like, ah, Washington, D.C., the place you could leave your doors unlocked. D.C. is known as a pretty crime-ridden area. It's a rough town. I mean, it's but it was filled much, with the was...
0: dirtbags in government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Washington, D.C. got a lot more money after 9 11 with the giant expansion of the security state. And so, there's just a lot more money around there, uh, which has gentrified and, and, Washington, D.C. And some D. of it didn't go to Halliburton. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Dick Cheney's crumbs fell down on Washington, D.C. <laughs> anyway, but it was, and not only that, but in. 1993 the america was at like the peak of a like a 10 year like crime wave like it the crime had been going up and up and up from the 70s through the 80s and into the 90s and it was actually just about to peak right around 1991 1992 but of course you don't know that's happened at the time uh where violent crime was a lot worse and you know you've got the like crack epidemic and drug gangs and it was so it was there was a lot more crime actually especially in cities at the time partly what i think that has to do with why america was so fascinated with crime stories but they also always have been anyway so alex cross he's called to a like the projects, a, yeah the projects into an apartment where there are like three people have been murdered one of which is a child, and they're like dressed and a, and have a been teenager, cut off. a teenage prostitute
1: and her mother, and they're black kids, a black mm-hmm. black woman, her two children, and the, the three year old boy, and and that's important, sort of. James Patterson
2: pretends he's going to get to the issues here, um, yeah. It you know, was de- so- de- the deft handling of James Patterson on the racial <laughs> issues in America.
1: <laughs> you know what didn't help. I'm gonna. I, if you, those of us who are, those of you who are fans or followers on Goodreads will know I did not put this down as I read it because I listened to the audiobook and the audiobook narrator did some very choice black voices. Oh, God, did he? Not really that bad, but just like the black grandma voice and
2: stuff. It really Mm
1: -hmm. added to the book, to James Patterson's (laughs) sensitivity
2: to racial issues in Washington, D.C. The old woman who kept saying, you just can't trust white people. She's They're like, different y'all. from us black people. Yes, us. We are the black people in this narration. I'm black. It's, it's constant. A, who, who's y'all
1: wants a jelly omelet? <laughs> like, whatever nonsense you was saying. Like, that's also in the book. That grandma, mama, man, whatever her fucking it's, name it's, was. It's uh, Nana Mama. Na, Nana Mama. Yeah, Nana she, Mama. She made jelly omelets. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the only thing that could have made it more ridiculous, was like, oh, Nana Mamas
2: jelly omelets and Pickle hogs foot breakfasts were legendary I in think the that area. <laughs> There's one scene where they mention going to a restaurant in this entire four thousand page book, and he goes to get spicy chicken wings, and he from the um, Roy Rogers, which is he than talks than the about Burger how King. it's
1: better than the Colonel. He talks yeah. about how so he's better than the Colonel because he's white and <laughs> 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 clearly outranked. Have you guys by ever been to a
2: Roy Rogers? Only on road trips to use the bathroom. Yeah, I think I have. <laughs> I haven't been one to one since 1993. I remember it being a sad place, even as a child.
1: Oh, it was. It is uh, still a thing. There's like nine of them left. Um,
2: <laughs> there are 41 still. Holy shit! When there's only one left, it will become Roy Roger, and then it will die. <laughs>
1: And Roy Roger and Carl Jr. will duke it out. For most <laughs> or, it'll <still> be, <laughs> or it'll still be Roy Rogers. Who is the true the big apostrophe.
2: boy? Is there an apostrophe in it? No. No. It has something to do... I, Carl's Jr. This, has an apostrophe because it's Carl's Jr.
1: Because Carl's was a place, and then this was like the fast food version of Carl's. It was the Junior Carl's. This Carl's. is an educational <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So okay Legally. so there's
0: uh <laughs> been a like a murder in the projects that Alex Cross has to. Hardy's owns Ray Rogers and that has an apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> uh Alex Cross gets so after while he's trying to just begin to investigate the brutal murder where they three cut black off people. these people's they cut off all the women's boobs and shaved their lady bits
2: he's like, this is a real sicko.
1: I guess, I mean, I don't want if they dwell on it too long, but he must have shaved him in a very violent way that they could tell. It wasn't just, they were freshly waxed. It was did the he, 90s. Like, it probably he wasn't like, trendy sc- yet. He scalped their vaginas, basically, their you know, pubic areas. They, didn't, they did not go into specifics. But but he oh well he goes into a lot of specifics. He says later to his like commanding officer, "There's some guy out there with a pocket full of titties." He's like, <laughs> <a pocket. laughs> he does say <laughs> that. <yeah>. <laughs> 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 I, I, really, I I almost I think we've had it before somewhere. Velvet Merkin <laughs>
2: with the beer. I almost bought a bottle of that for uh, today. <laughs> that would be perhaps <laughs> poor
1: taste. <laughs> uh, no no you know it depends on depends on your taste in Merkins, <laughs> <laughs> but, so you got a pocket full of titties out there.
2: You tell me this isn't a real case. <laughs> so while he's doing this, another thing happens.
0: Okay, so... A man th- gets knocked over gets and another his titties call. fall out of his pocket. <laughs> and then <laughs> he gets another call from the, like, boss. And he says, there's a new one. We need you on this case. This is, this is the big one. There's been a kidnapping at the Washington Day School, which is, I guess, the really... Wealthy school. Any school Be- that has a day school in the name is a private
2: rich school. Even though all schools are day schools. Unless it's a night school and it's pe- it says specifically. Day school, rich school. It's like, here we are at
0: the town day school. It's like, oh, that's $50,000 a year for pre-K. Um, because two kids have been kidnapped. One is the daughter of a movie star, and the other is the son of the, tri- uh, the secretary of the <laughs> treasury. Shrimpy Goldberg That's <laughs> his name
2: <laughs> It's his name, yeah No stereotypes there Yeah like, oh, He's what? small because of his, uh, his sickness Not because of his weak Jewish blood According to James Patterson <laughs> Well, his sickness is his love of money, though <laughs> 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 But it's like,
1: oh I, I don't even know who the fucking current Treasury Secretary is I bet Nate does, but I have no Janet idea. Yellen Oh, yeah, I do know Definitely
2: name. Yellen All right Definitely That makes sense
1: I, but I never care who they are. I mean, I will be honest with you. It was
2: the guy who made Suicide Squad for a while.
1: <laughs> if you ask oh, Zack Snyder, <laughs> yeah, no, no, he was
2: the he was the EP. Um, who was that guy? That guy who Minuchin, Minuchin, yeah, Minuchin was a movie producer, and he was the executive
0: producer of Suicide Squad. He was the only one with any like finance background. So you could be Treasury Secretary. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Listen, if you had asked me at any other time in human history, of the United States history, who is was treasury secretary? I'll admit it. I'd be like, oh, probably a Jewish guy. But <laughs> I would never write a novel. <laughs> it's like Where's treasury secretary Moisha Goldberg, Moishe Goldberg or whatever his fucking name was in the book. Here he is. Yassel Ben-Gurion Goldbergstein, the <laughs> well, treasury is- secretary. He's good with money. And... <laughs> It just felt a little... like, Come on, dude. You already made the black people pretty stereotypical. oh you, Do you have like, to go there for uh, Jews?
2: Alex's partner, John John, the six-foot-nine man. Samson? Who? Oh, he has two character traits, Jimmy. He is black and tall. Yes. So
1: <laughs> yeah, the whole book... Every other like, cop is
2: like Irish as shit. It's like, this is... Uh, yeah, like, Dave McGillicuddy. F-
1: Flannery O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> 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 and here's... Potato McBlumpkin. (laughs) Oh, uh, he's he's noted. But the the whole book there's there's a there's a line early on. It's like me and Samson are imposing together. We weigh over five hundred pounds. Like I've been to Walmart. I know what that looks like. And then (laughs) (laughs) I'm only six three. He's six nine. And it's, I'm sure nice. what he sh- if, he re- if he wanted to really lean into the racism, what James Patterson should have done, the rest of the book is in every scene where they meet uh, Samson, a new white person meets him, they'd be like, huh, do you play ball? Like, that would have been...
2: <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: It's, it's assumed that he
2: does. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> they talk about going to the gym. They don't say what they're doing there, but it's shooting hoops. Every, every side character you meet and don't meet that just passes by their vision is as... And then he talked to a black maid... I was like, okay,
0: what? <laughs> That's the only, these are the is only places even, James Patterson has happening? seen them. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, two kids have been kidnapped, uh, and two, and it's two, like, rich kids. So Maggie Rose is the daughter of a movie star, and uh, Shrimpy Goldberg is <laughs> <was laughs> the, the, the son of the treasury secretary. So this is like a kidnap from Washington Day School. They had secret service protection, these kids, and yet somehow they were kidnapped. That's going to be important later. So you find, uh, so they just, you know, do a little bit of, you know, investigating, don't know where they are, but they get, immediately get a, um like a ransom Well, we know note. what happens because it changes perspectives frequently. Yeah.
2: And the weirdest part of this book, besides how stupid it was, was, the Alex sections are in first person, and everything else is in third person. And it's like, why would you do that?
0: Well, because it's his series. Yeah, but it's just odd, I guess. But it makes it not a mystery. Yeah. It, There's no mystery you when, when, when you, when you like, see what happens. The guys, never while, watched Columbo? Who, who does it? Well, you see who does it. Like, It's a he done yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it's a we know who done it.
1: Did you guys ever watch Columbo, that, that show? A uh, long time Peter ago. Falk? Yeah, no, because it was on a long time ago. It was from the 70s. You know, the guy has like one eye, but he never misses anything. He's like, ah, oh, so one, one more eye. thing. He has like a fucked up eye. He, you know, he had Peter Falk. He's dead. But the first scene of every episode was the actual murder happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fun of watching it was how does Columbo figure it out? So you know who does it? Yeah. Uh, it, okay. It's an
2: interesting it's a, gimmick.
1: Does he know who done it is the subgenre?
2: <laughs> this is kind of doing the same thing. I can thing. see if it was done well, it would be interesting. But, but here it's just kind of odd. This doesn't show everybody. It only shows one character's dunning of it.
1: The rest of the characters are, you they play it closer, still is they a hide it from them. Yeah.
0: Till the till the end. Or close to the end. Unless you've seen the movie. So uh <laughs> within a couple days, um they get a ransom note. And oh also one of the uh, one of the detectives gets murdered. Not Alex Cross. Some obviously. high profile guy. Or it'd, it'd be, be a, a much shorter it's some, like, book. Fed guy
2: who's gonna maybe do the case gets murdered, Graham and so they Cracker have to call in like Alex Cross because he's the best in the biz. Maybe now this guy's dead. Honestly I don't remember why that mattered. Uh it was just because that guy likes to play games and he started planting
1: notes calling himself the son of Lindbergh. And they're like, this is a little cheesy. He said,
2: Lindbergh, not Lindberger. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, at the school, the Secret Service boss shows up, and she is a, a lady, and she can ride a motorcycle, and she's hot, and everyone and has she to can ride it all the, the time. Yes. She will do a lot of that later. And her name is Jesse, because Jesse isn't a reasonable name. Because she's
1: up until that point. She was just Leslie, and then they combined it. And then she, like, No, I've been saving myself for a black guy. No, it's because she's a Jezebel. Oh, my. Well, oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the foreshadowing was subtle in this book. <laughs> it's like an eclipse. <laughs> when that and the old grandma saying, Oz, don't trust them white folks. <laughs> just over and over again. You're like, I don't know. They're not like us, Alex. The melanin's where the truth is. And you're like, Gee, What the fuck is happening, James Patterson?
2: But so he can have a KKK scene later And then never for, mention it again Yeah, for <laughs> what
1: I <know. laughs> Oh my god I forgot about it.
0: <laughs> So, alright They get a ransom we're, note There's says ten
1: percent of the book
0: <laughs> 10, I know, there's so much more It's like 10, and the, the ransom is 10 million dollars uh, And James, and James Patterson, I almost said James Patterson needs to deliver it Alex Cross needs to deliver the ransom uh, and here's where you're gonna. It's gonna be at Disney World. So he's gonna take a plane. And you
2: know, oh. Disney World is in Orlando, right? But for yeah. some fucking reason, he flies straight into Miami. But for some you know, smooth beats. He's just there for the smooth beats. <laughs> <laughs> I almost used that. I saw that they I had this. Like, also well, I've got get one in the fridge right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. This is smooth beats, which we've had a thousand times because it's good. And uh, this book it sucks ass, back and I want to drink this. Why you this time, ref the reference was Miami, not Ooh. the Beats. It tastes like sunblock. <laughs> so, how much is that ransom again? By the way, ten million dollars. It's ten million
1: dollars, but like it. This book's from nineteen ninety-three, so I don't know how inflation works, but it, it's obviously more than that today, right?
2: Yes, right. It's Eleven million dollars now.
1: It's at least I think more than that. I mean, I don't know. Let's go, Brandon. It's going pretty high. Uh, I think he's probably if Gary Sneeji gets that money, he probably, you can call him the $50 million man. <laughs> no? <laughs> it's like, this is a, what would Jimmy do is what I was thinking at the beer store. <laughs> this, is, this is the $50 million man by uh Three Floyds and it's a double IPA. And it says on the can, he's not normal, which is also true about Gary saniji He's definitely not normal. Gary the knife Saniji, whatever it is. So Gary is such a, like Armenian name like that is not an Italian name. <laughs> Gary? Gary's totally. I mean, ha- have you ever heard of a Guido named Gary? I've,
2: I've no. I don't know. No, no definitely not. I've never heard of a serial killer named Gary either. If it had two other names, it was with, with Wayne in the middle. Gary yeah. Paul Thompson. You are like yeah,
1: that's like that's a serial killer. <laughs> he does mention this
2: in the book like there's so many serial killers that are named Wayne. What's up with that? Because they want to be like Wayne Gretzky, who was just killing all those other NHL teams. Yeah, that's true.
1: Making himself into a Canadian demigod. <laughs> this is a good beer, by the way. We should say this beer and all of our beers. Brought to us by our supporters over our Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, yes, you can head over to patreon.com slash Drunk Guys Book Club. You can get early access to episodes, get exclusive content, get um, stuff mailed to you, get discounts on merch and get to vote in our monthly book poll, which selected this, which we should say, this was a very fair uh, election, one that I think should be adopted for like national scale, because we had three choices of James Patterson books, and the fourth choice was, if you vote for this, we won't read any James Patterson books. <laughs> and, and we really thought that was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> we really did. <laughs> we were like,
2: Please. Early votes,
0: that,
1: was, that one was ahead, yeah. God damn it. They, then those ballots came in after a... The Democrats jumped off a truck, truckload of envelopes, and then we had to read this turd. <laughs> How did that happen? Um, but they, they see, voted I, for I this. I blame
2: Dominion. Uh, obviously, obviously. Not legally. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> Just not kidding. Uh, so this was the winner. It beat out two other James Patterson books that we had to look up because we didn't know any, and it beat out not doing James Patterson. <laughs> was, was one kiss the girls?
2: One was Kiss the girls. and another one. That's the other one. one. The thir- yeah. I couldn't tell you a third one. Uh, another one was like a different series. A long came one. a praying mantis. <laughs> a schlong came a spider. Oh, God. The adult version. This was the adult uh, version, too.
1: Well, there, was, there wasn't much adult besides the cutting off of the boobage. There's a lot of banging in this one. But it's, it's not, like... Not explicit, but, you know. Uh, it's very, very lame. Well, just, I mean, just, listen, just, when I want my interracial <laughs> banging, I want it a little more graphic than what this book offered. Anyway Along came some patrons that we need to thank. So in no particular order, I would love to thank Andy, Alex, the Black it's Rabbit of Inlay. But it's got an umlaut over the E. Is it the like <laughs> Inle Inl uh Aggie ninety seven, Avery, Humid Oyster, JC Duggood Letters, Kevin McIrish, Linda Swanson, DK Law, Nathaniel, Thick Richard the Third, Frederick, Sean, Nora. These are normal names, guys, Beatrice. <laughs> Maurice, Nin, Courtney, William, Sophia. I'm getting the sense we've, we've become mainstream successes now. Look at these, <laughs> these fine
2: taxpayers. No one has Dave. insulted us yet.
1: No one has. Okay, but we're getting there. I see a very long one coming up. David, Derek, Carol, Sarah, Joseph, Jeff, Yolanda, Jennifer. Oh, boy. I hate PBS because my taxes pay for it. It's true. Nate hates it because they rejected his idea for a Wishbone episode about the Kama Sutra. (laughs) 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 Um, Anita Tolik, Nate is a canine fucker. Also, unrelated, of course, Jimmy and I would like to announce that we are transitioning our monogamous relationship into an open one. Jimmy will be able to date other bassists, but absolutely no kissing on the lips. While I will be purchasing a Stephen Fry body pillow that is treated to smell exactly like Thousand Islands dressing, my friend, Mike comforter already <laughs> smells like that. So <laughs> that's why it's call to it be a Two Thousand Islands, <laughs> 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 fucking archipelago of man love, uh, which is also the name of a uh, Man and Jimmy's funk band. And I wish Nate would stop trying to get me to read this unauthorized sequel, Marley in Me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That sounds less sad than the real one. <laughs> oh. They never say at what point in the book that happens. It's like a side quill. Marley and me point 0.5. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is it before or after Marley
1: dies? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Marley in me. Like, he's active in it.
2: Uh, they don't say what part of him.
1: Uh, Gr- Grace, Catherine, <laughs> Colton. They're, uh, the, the limerick about Nate's mom is still there. The priest out of Guam. This person. Hey, guys, it's Nate. <laughs> And I just wanted to use my platform here on Drunk Guys to offer my personal endorsement for Ron DeSantis for president.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nate, <I'm> surprised. Od-
1: <laughs> How'd he you know? Uh, How
0: did, did he know? Safe
1: odd, Joe P., Crabb, Daniel, Hayden, the one and only emotional support burrito in CL. Thank you, fine patrons.
2: Hey, Thank you, for yourself,
1: everyone. you. <laughs> Thank some of you. You know who you are. So if you want to support the podcast, you could head over there. You could also join us for live episodes and, We'll, we'll do the books you suggest eventually. Uh, so if you want to you wanna do that, patreon.com says Drunk Guys Book Club. You could also help the podcast out by just leaving a review, a good one, wherever you're listening, or tell someone else to listen to it before they get abducted by their lame math teacher at private school who is really good at Nintendo because that is part of this book. We just skipped it. Thanks. Oh, we they did call skip. me Mr. Chips. Not, that Im- <laughs> That's his stupid nickname. Oh,
2: no. Uh, they, what, with, with, what his daughter calls him is creepy. She calls him Big Daddy. And,
1: he, and he's blog. like, I don't know why she calls me um, that. Is that
2: some sort of black thing? <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, feel like Ella, uh, I feel like James Patterson like, hand wrote that in the notes, and the printer was just like, I guess <laughs> that's supposed to like, be He's like, nope, here, just stop like, check <laughs> out. Is that some sort of black thing? <laughs> <laughs> But before he goes to Disney World, uh, the, the guy kidnapped two kids, and the boy turns up dead in a river, and he's been beaten and sodomized. And they're like, well, that's not good. No. And they and that's the end of that. And then they're like, oh.
1: uh, well, you also have been getting Gary Sinise's perspective, and he he's like, those rich kids. He's like a villain from Scooby-Doo. He's like, oh, I hate them. I will get away with it, because I'm so smart. But I hate privileged rich children and for a second you're like oh okay the james passion sitting up like the black white thing the privileged non-privileged thing maybe this is going to say
2: no no it doesn't nothing ha- nope not at all no turns out he hates everyone he's killed over 200 yeah. and people spoiler children. for later he killed
1: he cut off the titties of the women in the projects
2: yeah he's killed everyone he likes to experience all forms of crime he is a dabbler yeah uh, he just wants to try them all and see which ones uh, really, so, uh, really there speak are really, really. I right? mean,
1: this book—if it were longer,
2: he's eat pray love. Also, murder. you know,
1: all the other lame. He must have gone through the lame, <laughs> lame crimes too, like the less offensive ones, like taking a shit on the street. Yes, he <laughs> for does. instance, public masturbating, jaywalking. She jaywalks every time. At the same oh, time. So Not filing your taxes. <laughs> April 16th, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get me.
0: Uh, okay. Still I so only much the book take love, a guys. penny.
1: Never <laughs> leave a penny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's so much stuff. So, so he
2: goes to Miami or he goes to Disney World and he, gets, he meets a guy and the guy's like, give me that money. And the guy's like, get in this plane with me. And then they Take a little plane around in the sky, and then the guy drops him off and says, "I'm gonna take the money now." And he's like, "Don't do that." And then they fight, and someone knocks him out.
0: And I didn't understand this part at all. And he doesn't get the kids back, so he ends up like delivering the money. He doesn't, yeah, well, well, doesn't uh, get one, one get the other second. Kids
1: guy comes like Al, uh, so. Alex is handcuffed into this, you know, dinky plane, and the guy's like, "Don't try to follow me, see." And then he leaves. He's like, "I'll see you later. They'll find you eventually." We're in South Carolina or something like that. And then Alex Cross, because he is yeah. not only really good at piano and being black, he is really strong. And he, he has a very strong. He left rips arm. the. Uh, he, he plays because he plays the bass line with that on the piano. He rips that <laughs> armrest right off of the Cessna they're flying in, and he goes to clobber Whitey with it. And someone else hits him over the head. And then when he comes to. The FBI is there, and everybody else, and the money's gone, and the goon is gone, and whoever hit him is gone. It was a setup. There was another guy.
2: There's two dudes, and you'll forget about it by the end because they do forget about they forget it about by everything. The
0: end. They forget about everything.
2: Kind of. I'm not really sure. I, I'm still not sure. who, yeah, who he that? Talked who was to. the pilot? Uh, who was that? It wasn't Gary, and it wasn't any of the other bad guys because he knew them. It was, was of it? the
1: fucking FBI, the, the Secret Service goons at the end. No, no, but not the pilot. He met they both of those guys already. The pilot. Oh, there's a pilot. He's like a one-sentence thing. I was like, oh, and there was the... Uh, Jez, Jezzy killed that pilot guy. Oh, okay. Oh, oh he yeah, got off?
2: Okay. I was really confused by the end. It was like, when at the end, towards the end, when Gary busts out of jail, he bribes the guy with the money. He's like, how did he get the money? It wasn't him. What's happening?
1: And also the... Um, this is, he's the only character, every other character gets introduced, you get an entire backstory, a la Stephen King, of, you know, ah, and there is... No, that's, that's, uh, that's chicken a la King. Assistant, Michael. deputy, <laughs> district attorney, intern, uh, Hank F- Francis, who when he was just nine years old, he pissed in a public pool and they made fun of him. Like, <laughs> just every character has that kind of story, except this one pilot guy. <laughs> So he doesn't he he is beneath James
2: Patterson's contempt. He doesn't it's, even get a name. They didn't even mention what race he was, and he does that with everybody else. I mean, if you don't mention it, he must have been Mexican. It's the
1: only thing I can assume because <laughs> though he never he never did, he was from Turkmenistan. Really trying to guess, uh, or maybe he was he was like Filipino. He's like I want to say Mexican, but there's a little a little Asian in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's just really racist, but.
2: James Patterson wasn't familiar with the Philippines were at the time. Didn't In we Louis
1: used to own those? But then there's the other teacher, Vicky true, Kim,
2: and he's like, "I'm
1: pretty sure she's Asian."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they don't say it, but I guess she you're wears supposed a to Korean guess.
1: flag on her neck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. When Miss When Miss <laughs>
1: Vicky Kim, the social studies teacher, wasn't helping at her family's laundromat, she was. Teaching about Watergate or whatever the fuck it is.
2: Yeah, when they when they when he takes the kids at the beginning, they're in the middle of reenacting Watergate. These children are nine. They're fucking colors and like times tables In Watergate, I never had a class where I like barely learned about Watergate in high school. I barely understood it when we read that book about it. (laughs) Yeah, these nine-year-olds are fucking doing real-time reenactments of it. It's this, it's all about the
1: student to teacher ratio. <laughs> but yeah, it's like every, she's the best so teacher. While, every uh, every he's week in, she reenacts. And like, this woman just puts on like a one woman show about a historical event. Yeah, it's that's how they teach history
2: it, in private schools. Is she does a
1: failed actress, reenactors. Vicky Kim, turned social studies teacher. Like, you should see her do the triangle shirtwaist
0: factory. It is, it is breathtaking. <laughs> you should see her jumping out of the window <laughs> to her death. Yeah.
2: So while uh, he's in Florida and other people are there who are, I guess die later. I don't know. Uh, Gary goes back home to his wife and child and his mediocre sales job where he's he selling in the encyclopedias or something. We don't even know what
1: he
0: sells. He's selling. He sells widgets. <laughs> Just um, I have sprockets. It MacGuffins. <laughs> no, not MacGuffins. Yo, you do find out through this, like, third-person stuff that uh, Maggie is actually still alive, that she's just been taken away somewhere. To, to and pick to work, fucking yeah. fruit in, Yeah, <laughs> in South America. She's just yeah. like, pretend, don't tell anyone your real name, now go just live with this family. And she doesn't know anything else. Which so We also, know that she's, al- we it, it know she's alive. We know she's alive, except... Have, it could have been like another class thing, but it wasn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, listen, privileged I, rich girl. I, I've this learned is the why value your
2: strawberries are cheap.
0: <laughs> but no. I have learned the value of hard work. <laughs>
1: it's just random.
2: She does a me- method elementary school. <laughs> this is almost as exciting as when we did Watergate in class. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh, but immersive. anyway, any, everyone else thinks the girl is dead. Si si like... <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> but but we, Gary we gets she's not caught, or more like he goes to a he he wants because he he is his thing. This he fantasizes about murdering. And he also wants he knows to be famous. He wants to be like famous be and infamous. Somebody. So he goes to exactly. He goes to a McDonald's and is like. Well, this is no, no, so that. this is when he, like... I mean, before
2: that, like, they, they they bust in on him. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. And he's having, like, the kid's birthday party. And he runs out the back door because they didn't bother looking <laughs> there. And he escapes. Uh, and then he, he goes to the McDonald's. But I have to say, this is the most important part of the book <laughs> to me. This is where you learn what a monster he truly is. There's all this stuff about how he, like, you know, eats heads <laughs> and all this shit. And he, like, poops, poops on babies <laughs> and all this stuff he does. But he talks about how much he hates the movie Uncle Buck, which is impossible to hate. This man has no soul. There's nothing behind his He's, eyes.
1: This fucking fat cunt comes in, and he <laughs> sucks. He <laughs> is unlikable,
2: brother. Like everyone, The guy made pancakes so big you he needed a shovel. It. You heartless cunt. Asinine pancakes. Like I hope this guy. Gets I, think I think that that was one
1: Something of the less believable parts of the book. What what should have, what would have been very believable is he went in and just had like a breakdown at McDonald's. Was like I'll take a uh, sausage muffin, and they're like, "We stop serving breakfast at ten and he's like, "It's fucking 1032.
0: <laughs> and then he
1: takes that. <laughs> <shooting> That's people. <laughs> it. You're all dead. <laughs> and he's just and then like the six days, six days into reference. the hostage holdup, he's just still eating McMuffins
2: just like he can't wear pants I anymore taken a shit in he's days. so fat i simultaneously am shitting too much and have not shit at all i have pure egg substitute coming out of my pores can you be constipated and have
1: diarrhea i think that's when you shit out an entire torpedo of shit like just like a
2: plug <laughs> like an owl pellet yeah. just like oh you'll once. say owl right <laughs> it's full of bones egg bones <laughs> weird <laughs> well, the outside of how the do, egg is the how did those get there <laughs> just
1: imagine all the people oh that one looks pretty big hey mac i see what you did there uh that's way bigger than a quarter pound <laughs> This book is so fucking
2: stupid. I'm going to supersize it. <laughs> and there's still so much more. <laughs> so he takes a McDonald's hostage to get into a shootout. And of course... Everyone in the bullpen. They like catch him. <laughs> oh, and also, they, they catch him at this point. But also, meanwhile, we forgot that Alex is now banging Jesse because they have she to. Has to know. <laughs> she has to know. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I wasn't sure, like, when does this book take place? Because it seems like... Like, more like the It's 70s, like 1950s. It's
1: like, Emmett Till
2: is like, don't do it! <laughs> like, it's because every other character is, like, staring them down at this... It's like, it's 1993. Though, I guess, like, Spike Lee was still making movies about this in the 90s. So, it's, I They're guess it's They're in possible, D.C., which still. is a pretty... Seg- at this time,
1: I imagine was pretty segregated, you know, just by yeah. neighborhoods. <laughs> more so than now. I, I don't <laughs> know if I get... It's still yeah, pretty know, segregated. But, you know, <laughs> but he's walking around with his like, super hot blonde white lady. And this is where James Patterson missed another opportunity to be even more racist. And he could have just had all the black one be mad. And all the black guys be like, hey, whoa. Uh, <laughs> well, grandma hey, was you mad. You
2: know what, man? I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one other... Is it just Samson? The only other black you see He's the only other named character? black character. Yeah. But he's the size of two, yeah. so... <laughs> that is literally why they call it like, His name is John John Because he's big enough for two Johns And uh, yeah And in, high, in the
1: high school locker room We called him Dong 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He used to use it to open windows <laughs> <laughs> Those tall ones that you need to yeah, stick yeah, exactly. for In like, like a public school like, play, he, was, he, would, he would carry the flag in on it During assemblies <laughs> he had the little hook on it once we got the basketball stuck on the rim, <laughs> he just knocked it right out, <laughs> laying down.
2: <laughs> they had to circumcise him with a rifle.
1: <laughs> he used a bear trap, actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nate, you remember that part?
2: <laughs> I missed yeah, that part. I was like James Patterson, what is wrong with you? How could <laughs> no, those you are the parts I miss? Have you no decency, sir? <laughs> You must have read the abridged. You had the abridged audio book. Yep. That's why ours was 12,000 pages <laughs> and all the penis parts. It was 30% this stuff, which is like this book is too long. Anyway,
0: so Gary Sinema <laughs> gets caught and now this next third of the book is both like it's him. the next 75% Pretending. Of the book. No, because the last quarter is a totally different other book. Yeah, it is. So There's still a lot more book after that. Actually, I have a story when we get there. Um, so anyway, he, and this whole thing about he's in prison, but he's pretending to be crazy. Or more like, you know he's pretending to be crazy, but well, the book tries what kind to pretend. What kind, of, what
2: kind of crazy, though? Oh, well, he
0: supposedly has multiple personality disorder.
2: Yeah, so he's, like, blaming the fact that, you know, he's <laughs> not always present. <laughs> <laughs> this is not always present from Dancing Gnome, which is a new one. This is a Kolsch, and it's going to taste like beer, probably. Yeah, it's good. Tastes like beer. I don't have the palate for uh, Kolsch differences, Uh, so this is good. It's fine. Much like disassociative identity disorder. Now, (laughs) I I
1: feel like we've talked about this at some point in the past, but I don't remember. Is that a real... The way it's described in this book and the way it's described in every movie, that's not real, right? (laughs) Like, the idea, like, oh, I have an entirely different personality that hides things from the rest of me, that's probably Hollywood bullshit, right?
2: I think it's, like, more likely real than not, but it's never cut and dried for, like, crime
0: thrillers. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, it is classified in the DSM-5, Dissociative Identity Disorder. Also known as multiple personality disorder, split personality disorder. So apparently it is something identified in the DSM-5. Whether it looks like this, probably not.
1: But didn't like the DSM-3
0: like three have being gay? <laughs> yes. A, that that, disease. Was, that, yeah, that was, was a lot of problems a, with a, the DSM. A, literally a problem for a long time. A disorder. There's still a lot of them.
2: But uh, I mean, th- it definitely exists to some extent. Uh, I think that it's a frequently used, uh, overly used plot device, and it's uh, very frequently stupid. Especially in crime. Crime things. Yeah. Crime books. Though in this one, it's fake.
1: So. Yeah, I think, uh, from what I understand, from what I remember in psychology 101 class 15 years ago, it's more <laughs> like you have two or more kind of just like states of being, like, and some of those will be more self harm oriented, often or just self destructive oriented, and you'll kind of not remember like, like these memory gaps. But it's never like I fell asleep for six weeks while well, the rest of my, my body
2: became an accredited middle school teacher. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's
1: never how it goes.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like the ones that that I've heard about is they, they don't like have the the. the other personalities don't have like their own careers, and they just like, oh, time to take over. I got Tuesday through Sundays. It's <laughs> Split just custody of the body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work the like that. Like, they 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 do not remember anything, and the other people do take over. But they, that, 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 the person doesn't then hijack the body and then go about its life. It doesn't work that way. Boring. Real
0: science yeah. always ruining my James Patterson novels. <laughs> so anyway, you get about 200 pages of both like this is is he crazy and then this whole like courtroom thing and I'm just going to s- go through that real fast cuz it was r- yeah, really stupid. stupid. The stupidest part is when you know Alex Cross because he's a because he's a psychologist is beginning to think that maybe the, that maybe he, it does have multiple personality disorder. And then he's on trial and the defense calls Alex cross as an expert witness. And then he says, well, I only got to examine a little bit and I have some preliminary findings only. It's like, well, we want to hear them anyway. And then they, the judge gets, uh, the judge or the defense gets them to like bring in the, the, the criminal Gary and have, have him hypnotize, have Alex cross hypnotize Gary Sinigi they are in the courtroom in front of the jury which they ha- well well this was he had uh, what's the fucking name cross
1: had been hypnotizing him for multiple sessions in the uh, in the arkham asylum or whatever it was before this point <laughs> you know that, that was part of it and he's like oh i have hypnotized him before and then he's like all right fine He's like, listen. He's sicker than your average papa. Twist cabbage off instinct. I don't remember the words to hypnotize anymore. But Biggie, no, not, Nate. I know you don't know, but the, no, not a clue. <laughs> anyway, he he's gonna hypnotize. He has hypnotized him, and he, sometimes he's like, man, this guy seems like a weak little bitch. He must really be a weak little bitch, man. And then all of a sudden he gets all nasty, and he's like, I'm smarter than you. And he's like, oh, that's him. That's Garrison Eji right there. The rest of him is Gary Murphy. It's like his parents were very liberal. And they just hyphenated their two names for the rest <laughs> of the book. Like, I guess, personalities, but th- both of them are named yeah, Gary. Exactly. <laughs> both <laughs> of them were at one point mechanics. <laughs> they have a jumpsuit, but he has—he was Gary Murphy Sinigi with a hyphen. <laughs> Go on for the rest of the book. I'm an art therapy teacher for kindergartners. <laughs> But then they have their dramatic... This is when it became... So the, the first part of the book is your standard thriller. Then it becomes a little bit of Silence of the Lambs or like really uh, Red Dragon. And now it just becomes the novelization of the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> just like It just goes through many phases, much like Gary Sinise was going through. Oh, interesting. But, but what happens well, there they find him guilty <laughs> well Nate was going to say something about but, it I don't know I cut him off as you oh well just like they dumb. would
0: I mean obviously this is a stupid book but they would never in a real trial never bring in the defendant and have him hypnotized, because that's like not an approved thing anyway but they would never have hypnotized in front of the jury that's not how that works they also brought they brought in very nice armchairs Nate
1: that's mm-hmm. legit. Yes. In mm-hmm. Mood lighting. True.
2: You forgot about that part. Yeah, and,
1: and everyone had to,
2: everyone some light was therapy? shushed
1: quite vehemently. Shh. Burn some sage. Look at my pocket watch. <laughs> Which, by the way, th- this you are a chicken now. <laughs> stand on one leg, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> they, Alex Cross and his narration and James Patterson, whatever, never describes any of the psychological work that he does. <laughs> Did you notice that? He's like. So I hypnotized him, and it's not that hard. And then he was telling me about the time <laughs> he was a kid, and he got dead old or whatever it was. At least that was kind of like the, the thing in, in Silence of the Lambs was there was enough psychology jargon to make it feel real. Hears is like, I'm a psychologist. Believe me. And I love and hot Holiday, <laughs> and I wear black wayfarers because <laughs> they match my mahogany hue. <laughs> But they also, at some point, used a lie detector test, which maybe in the '90s still mattered. But like, that's also now at least now it's discredited. Like yeah. that's total. Oh, but they still use <laughs> The lie detector test. Because the real lie detector test is how sweaty your grundle gets. That you can't cheat, unless you uh, are very dehydrated. Well then, yeah. But then it's how much dust. Oh God! You just make dust. <laughs> grundle dust. <laughs> Which is the name of my drag? I That's my Grindel drag Dusty. name. <laughs> Grundle Dust. <laughs>
0: Grundle Duskin. Yeah, Grundle Duskin. Drag I'm time weave story something hour out of. With Grundle Duskin.
2: <laughs> you know, I don't think I want that person reading to anybody. <laughs> They'll never guess my name. But I also have they a might book taste. It. <laughs> I've got taint psoriasis. So uh, they find him guilty, and he's like, oh, I'm going to jail. And then he goes to jail. And his wife and child and disappear like from the book. Chapter. They never come back. They disappear from the book. Um, uh, they're in later. It's like, oh, he's not a bad guy or something like shit. And then there's a chapter here and here that's thrown in the middle, and I forgot that it happened because it doesn't matter again until I read my notes here. Do you remember this chapter, one of the short ones? They're all short. One of the shorter ones. Where Jesse gets abducted Yeah, she just gets like chloroformed on her porch She gets chloroformed And then By like a Colombian drug it's, dealer she's, It's back, she's back And you kind of forget that that happened And it
1: never comes back
2: What was that? Know. What happened there? Who did that to her? I think we're supposed
1: to assume it was one of her other uh, accomplices But
2: really? Why? Uh, I, don't know. I guess we'll figure that out at the end, maybe. But I, I don't know. I just I just saw that in my notes. was like, oh right, that happened, and it did not play into anything. Throughout
1: like this that. whole time, Gary, uh, not Gary, fucking Alex Cross and Jezzy, Jesse, Jesse Smollett are having an extended affair in like the Virgin Islands, and he's like, not anymore. And, and they're- you see which <laughs> island they went to. They went to Virgin Gorda, which means fat Virgin. Fat virgin. And he's like, is that is that fat Virgin blonde? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not anymore, but they're just just porking everywhere, and she's she's like a nine point eight you know she's like really, really hot, and there's some bizarre passages when he's like she took off her clothes and her socks, and her feet were pretty good as far as feet go, <laughs> like that's. <laughs> <a> little- <laughs> That's
2: almost a direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> so we know Alice Cross is a foot guy. No, it says
1: like it says like were, her feet were beautiful too, as far as feet go.
2: <laughs> it's like,
1: yeah, all right. Okay, that's a way to hedge. You know, you don't want to turn off anybody. But <laughs> then they're they're just don't want to offend <laughs> the foot guys. But you don't want to make them feel left out either.
0: <laughs> yeah. I could
1: appreciate a nice heel, but they're. They're fucking all over and riding motorcycles. Much like the most important part of the book, honestly, we forgot to talk about. The beginning when all the rich children sing Fast Car by Tracy (laughs)
2: Chapman. Oh, right. So they can learn what it's like to be a black person or something. (laughs) Oh, it's That's because what, they were, it what it's like—what it's like to be poor yeah. or like poor and black. And they're like, I understand race now because I listened to Fast Car, That's <laughs>
1: what it is. which the song was at that time. We were talking about this last night. Me and Nate, like, he was like, "When did that
0: song come out?" Because I was not aware of it until later. <laughs> it's it's Tracy Chapman's other song that most people, but remember. it's from 1988 is when it
2: came out. It's actually quite old. So was Tracy Chapman. Well, yeah.
1: Though to be fair to Nate. He grew up in New Hampshire. He wasn't aware that black people existed, so yeah, that's true. almost true. <laughs> I had been warned. <laughs>
2: we just had this book, It's so the the diaries
1: of a uh, Mister Turner, but the <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> the historical documents. It's, oh, the the New Testament, uh, the newer Testament. So, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, which is a, which is a great song.
2: If you're into coffee house acoustic pop, you know, popular music from the late 80s. It's just, it's just these kids are learning very advanced stuff for nine. That's how they learn empathy. These are what your
1: servants think about. I have a friend who sends his kid to a very, very expensive private school. And he's, he's like, yeah, my kid, he does not read at grade level. But he's really good with, like, empathy and community and, like, uh, like, that's what they focus on. Like, that's a thing a lot of these schools do. They're not, they're not, you know, your test prep academies
2: where everything is drill and... Because if... Could it be because those kids don't have to worry it, about tests? It's exactly it, Because yeah, like, if, you, if your parents get <laughs> They're going to go where they want. If they're spending sixty
1: grand a year for second grade, you're going to be fine. Whatever yeah. college you want to go to will certainly need a new athletic department, <laughs> new facility... You can join a frat there and forget all the empathy you've learned. (laughs) Hey, hey, uh, babe, you want to get in my fast car and uh, I will uh, not understand what consent means? (laughs) But that scene was absurd in this book where the children are singing fast car and little whatever the fuck her name is, Maggie Rose, is singing the shit out of it and she's like, this song is so good. And their music teacher Honestly, is like, I am learning them, these kids, something important. And it's an assembly. It's, it's,
2: l- it's like James Patterson has never met a black person or a child. I believe both of those are true statements, yeah. <laughs> still, he wrote this back then, he still hasn't. It's, it was just a bizarre
1: passage, You're like, is this going to come back? No, instead, they'll mention the song, Let's Give Them Something to Talk About by Body Rate 411 times, but they won't mention the song
2: that got its entire chapter in the beginning. You know, it's because Gary Murphy didn't know that song, so he didn't have empathy, and that's why he became a person who killed 200 people. (laughs) It's like, I speed so fast, it feels like I was drunk. And like, that's
1: it, Gary. He's like, no, it's not. Give me one reason to say, that's another one.
2: (laughs)
0: Okay, so, <laughs> eventually, the, the trial is over, and he gets convicted, but it's like he's basically kind of won the insanity defense, like, oh, no, he is, could, must be, like, completely crazy, and then, but then, for some reason, he escapes, and for, and then, so, okay, the, you have this whole thing, you like a building up to the trial, which, like, takes forever, and is hundreds of pages of the book, and suddenly, none of that mattered at all. Because nope. Gary escapes but through some, like, uh, to get co-opting one of, the, one of the guards. He bribed the guard with the money from Florida, which somehow... Yeah. And yeah. then you find no, out... No, he
2: didn't have it.
1: He claimed to have it. He had hidden well, other money in the, in the farmhouse.
2: But the, the guard knew he had it because he went to the farmhouse and found but, it there. But Gary
1: so- says, a good thing I hid that money there. If that's a throwaway. Oh, it's like, with, like yeah, different money? It's it like oh, his okay. salesman's savings.
0: Yeah. So I still don't know who was in Florida. And you managed to get her. And then also you a find out. Ron with young Ron DeSantis. Just, uh, just immediately, it's just handed to you like, oh, yeah. It was the two Secret Service agents. They were the ones who were supposed <laughs> yeah. to... The two Secret Service agents who were supposed to have been watching Maggie, Rose, and... But they were
1: getting a, you know... Shrimpy. They, they, they were getting at McDonald's, they were at McDonald's breakfast before 10.30, so they missed the abduction. No,
0: they were
2: getting... They were getting Guinnesses and bangers and mash because they were both Irish cops again. Just sitting on a... Who is divine and chalky. Which does sound like hookers from the streets. Chalky is very
1: ashy. (laughs) Uh, And so they were the ones who... But the the way Alex Cross finds this out is because he goes back to interview...
2: Oh God! I forgot about that. The witness, yeah. who has the photographic There's memory. There's this other I random white young, young I've, ever seen. Like, I've only
1: seen four white people in my life, and
0: two of them were involved in this murder. And and the he talks <laughs> to the mom, and the mom says, "Oh yeah, she said someone was looking at him, or some. There was like a guy was watching him, and it suddenly it's like." This the 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 mystery is opened up because the re-interviews a witness who just remembers a new clue. So it's like, what is the point remember, of the if, mystery novel if it doesn't give you the clue before? It's like, which is very the different. First than time,
2: true the first time you talk to this person, they're the ones that was like, "I saw a white guy around here. It must have been him." Luckily, I went by his car and I looked inside of it and saw that the the company he worked for and the address where it was and I remember all that and here it is and that's how they find Gary's house and it's like, what the fuck?
1: Also, Alex meets him and he's like, these guys seem dirty and then it never matters again for seven thousand
0: pages at least. It's like, they seem yeah, which is a third of the book. And so you find out that it's the the two like um, Secret Service agents who actually like are involved somehow but then it's also Jezzy, cuz she's their boss. Well it's like he he finds out that this the
2: the cops the feds were watching him and they must have figured out that like he was going to kidnap him so they were just going to watch him and see what he did and then once he did kidnap them they're like oh we could just take these kids and get the money. Uh-huh. And then Alex goes to tell it's like taking the money the feds, from a and baby. all like actually we already know all of this. Uh we just didn't tell you or the reader. Well, because the uh, the parents, um,
1: Rabbi Goldberg, and uh, Treasury Secretary, <laughs> and and the rich Hollywood people, who let's be fair, also you know probably you know vaguely, they were like, "We want justice now," and then they were like, "Oh, it's the first guy, put him in jail." We don't, and then they're like, "Alex Cross, this case is closed. We're
2: promoting but you, so you Maggie's, don't have to learn anything." Maggie's still gone. So they haven't found Maggie yet. He's still looking for. But they're him,
1: all just—they're all just happy like, to be like Gary Sandiji e. killed them all. He butt raped that boy. We're never talking about that for some reason. Uh, it never comes they up did again. mention there was some butt. It never comes back. He he beat and sodomized the dead kid. They're like, oh yeah, just so you know. Uh, th- actually, a rabbi says this. Like the Orthodox Jewish, not literally rabbi, but the orth- the visibly Orthodox Jewish coroner. is <laughs> like. It looked like uh, he killed the boy. Then he sodomized him and beat him in that order. And they're like, ew. And it (laughs) never fucking matters again. That's just a detail James Patterson put in there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To show he's a bad guy. Well, he should
1: show how upset he was that his perfect plan didn't work. Because, you know, you ever get so mad that, like, you're... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you a know plan what? Plan no. doesn't work. Like, Don't even say it out loud. <laughs> like, no, I had every detail worked out. <laughs> That's what happens there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then, buggered again. Yeah. <laughs> so then, Alex Cross hatches a plan to catch Jesse by basically going to the Caribbean with her. <laughs> 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 and banging her like, on the guys, beach a plan, couple times. There are still some virgins <laughs> on those islands. Do this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I have a perfect plan to catch her, but we can only do this in the Caribbean, and I need a few days with her alone first.
0: Like, are uh, you sure? Make like, sure yeah, you no, pack sort of the do do. pina colada butt
2: lotion.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then after a couple of days, he's finally like, okay, let me tell you what's really going on. I know you did it. I know you actually, I, you're, you, you did the kidnapping. She's like, She's. Meanwhile,
1: she is topless during this yeah. scene. Is she yes, really? Is she yeah. I thought they were no, all they were no, on the they, beach. they're just like, yeah. I didn't remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah look at the titties.
2: Like, well, she she tells him like everything that happened is like, oh, we didn't we didn't do it, but like once it happened, we're like, ah, oh, We know where the kid is, so we'll just like swoop in and take the kid back and get the money, and you know, no harm, no foul. But then he killed the kid, and I feel real bad about that. Bibbidi, abibi, boo. Um. So it's not our fault, but we just kind of rolling with it. And then, and then at the end, he's like, well, you're going to go down for this. And she's like,
1: I've been going down like, this whole trip. Just...
2: <laughs> she says, like, you can't arrest me. You don't have any, anything on me. He's like, you just told everything to the guy investigating the crime. That's got to count for something.
0: She's like, yeah, especially because uh, they had one of those, like, long-range microphones, like they well, have bef- in the NFL before, games. Before that comes
1: out, <laughs> you know she was thinking, and James Patterson was thinking, it's like, yeah, but I'm white. It's I could get I'm away 100% with it. Hundred <laughs> percent getting away with it, Leroy. And he's like, it's Alex. He's like, whatever. <laughs> I fucking don't care. <laughs> and then Samson comes out of a bush, which must have been the biggest bush in the world. <laughs> it was a fucking baobab <laughs> tree, a small <laughs> one of those tropical redwoods. He says, because a nearby, like satellite like dish a <laughs> 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 and
2: He's like, I got everything, boss, including the titties. Like, all right. I just keep thinking of like Officer Hightower from Police Academy. But a half a foot taller than that. Oh Jesus, that guy was only six foot three. Six nine is a big dude. Six nine is giant, yeah.
1: That's a big that's that's inconvenient. Like a tiny tall. basketball player. That's that's taller than the average basketball player.
2: Put one of Manute bull's legs. It's it's one of Manute, It's Manute bull's penis. it's penis. <laughs> soft. But it's. So they arrest her and she's like, oh shit. And then they go and they find Maggie in Bolivia where she's been living with a local family. She says, don't tell them who you are. And even if you did, they'd be like, who the fuck but is they that? They somehow
1: speak <laughs> English to her.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think she's been learning Spanish. Um, but they I, find her. They I, I imagine her.
1: this scene as they're driving up like a fucking unguarded, you know, like a, a, a mountain road with no guardrail.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, they didn't did imply it, that's what it was.
1: It must have looked like a, like an advertisement for Tom's shoes. <laughs> They're like, look at these people here. We're bringing them civilization. And they all just go there and like, wow. Look at but all then these Gary Sinigi reappears,
0: kills one dude, and oh, then tries, that, yeah. to, tries to kill Alex Cross and his family in the middle of the night. He escapes but Alex, from jail. Yeah.
2: He, did that get, happen? And, and,
0: yes. Yeah, we did that part. All right, fuck. And then uh, Alex is like, just, sh- everyone shut up. <laughs> just let me do this. <laughs> Thank Grandma. <laughs> well,
2: he just, he, he, he escapes from Alex's house after he tries to kidnap Alex's children. But then he just runs at the White House with a gun. And is like, well, this isn't, this isn't going to work good.
1: Somehow picking up a, an automatic machine gun
2: along the way. He's got ways. But they <laughs> catch him again. And then it flashes forward a little bit. And they execute him. And they also execute no, Jezzy. They, they
0: don't, don't execute, execute him. Execute... Uh, what? They no. execute the
1: other accomplice of Jezzy, the guy who no. you don't remember.
2: I, at this <laughs> point... Gary... I really didn't care at this point anymore. Be- I
0: didn't either, I, because he's insane. <laughs> so, because he's insane, uh, they just, like, let him, or you know, because he was already uh, in his trial... Judged to be like you know crazy that they or insane, so they just like you know didn't have a neutral. They just they just had to leave it at like yeah no he's not he hasn't had a neutral yet, so he's not going to be executed. Whereas Jesse and uh, the one of the Secret Service agents, they're like the last scene oh, is it's, like it's, at at yeah. Charles Chakley, Charles Chakley. You know that because, people because in Gary death Row <laughs> spend like at least ten years yeah. or more. That like, was the most
1: unbelievable right part of the book because I got executed in about four weeks.
2: It <laughs> was because uh, before they got caught, Gary had captured the other FBI guy, other social, oh, social killed social him, services, yeah. Neither other Secret Service guy and told him, made him tell them where the money was and then, then he killed him. So there's only one guy left. But you know what it was? I realized what I did wrong is the version of this that, that I obtained um, uh, had frequent typos and misspellings because it was clearly a bad scan. And so it got worse and worse as the book went on. I was like, I don't care enough to find a better version of this. (laughs) So by the last chapter, it was like, wow, this is just like half gibberish. I was like, ah, whatever. I got the gist of it. It's fine. It's about right. You really, the details in this book are not important despite there being one billion of them. Like grains of sand on a beach. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The amount of shit. A beach on shit island. In the Virgin Islands. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then that's the end. Isla Gordo, or whatever the fuck it was. Isla Gorda, yeah. No, Virgin Gorda.
1: And then so, he watches um, Jesse yeah. get executed, and he's like, what a waste of ass. And then... It ends. <laughs> He doesn't really say that, but she. So we dies. glossed over
2: a few of the other uh, in, uh, interracial scenes. Where, oh, with the Klan, like, we left out the, cl- the cross clan, burning where they go. They go to her cabin in South Carolina, and they go outside, and there's a cross burning. It's like, and then we're going to move on, that, like never happened. And there's yeah. also the scene outside of a bar where three guys call her an N-word lover, and he beats the fuck out of two of them without any effort at all. The her one gives up immediately, and then they move on like nothing happened. And uh, that's that's. Uh what does what
1: that thing? Cops have something immunity. Uh,
2: uh, qualified immunity. Yeah.
1: He's like, <laughs> he was coming right for me. And uh, <laughs> All right,
2: yeah. I'll allow that one.
1: Fuck those guys. <laughs> and also, I mean, did you I notice that? My so? friend was drunk. Like, and he
2: took a lot of Ambien. And, uh, you know. <laughs> the dude who calls him the uh,
1: aficionado of the N-word is wearing a Redskins cap. <laughs> it's like.
2: Yeah. I was like, wow. Really dull. lay it on the racism. <laughs> You know what? I think at that point, James Patterson probably didn't think there was anything wrong with that, nor did most of people. No uh, one did. People. Nobody did. Yeah, but James Patterson probably definitely didn't. He had no sense. Like, whoa, whoa. I'm not the calling him... The person with the reddest th- skin in this book is probably Jesse because her name is Jesse Flanagan, and I think spending that much time <laughs> in the Caribbean has got to be bad for her. If she didn't get injected, she was going to
1: die of skin cancer. What, what isn't mentioned is every time they come back from the Virgin Islands, she has one of those white curl
2: braids. <laughs> like, she's just a bunch of shells. <laughs> she got cornrows. She got way. really into steel drum. <laughs> she has like a, a Jamaican flag print bikini on. They did say that uh, they were waiting for the reggae band to start, which I don't know if that's really. I mean, I guess close enough, but you know, if you go into to a very commercialized Caribbean place, I'm
1: sure that's all you're gonna fucking hear. It's is. just always gonna be a reggae band. <laughs> And so I was like, yes, I understand the equation. No woman equals no cry. Got it. <laughs> but, but she did cry because she got executed. She did cry at the end. She she tears up. She's like, oh, now I really can't go back. And then she dies. <laughs> but but uh, did you notice when he, he gets mad, he plays piano on the porch and some of the songs he plays are ridiculous. He's like, I went out there and I played Rhapsody in Blue. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. You're not only a psychologist detective, but you're a virtuoso pianist. That's fine. <laughs> but at another time, he plays a song by Belle Biv DeVoe. <laughs> is it Poison? It never says what song it is, but I was like... They don't that, have any other songs. I, I really hope that that was <laughs> f- serious foreshadowing. Like he's like this playing That girl, that is, girl poison. is poison. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. Well played, James Patterson. <laughs> but he literally talks about playing Bel Biv
2: DeVoe on the piano on the porch. You know, Bel Bev DeVoe was from Boston.
1: I, I I don't know where they came from. If you told me they landed from a spaceship, I would believe you. They they're uh, from Boston. Uh, yeah.
2: How do you know that? Why do you know that? Because there was some sort of, like, Boston event. for It was for the Boston bombing um, <laughs> uh, the marathon. They had, that like, a concert. Pressure, cookers, poison. <laughs> they, they, uh, they had a concert singing? to, like, raise money and shit. And all the bands that performed were, like, from Boston. So it was like Aerosmith, Boston <laughs> the band, and Bell Biv DeVoe. I was like, Bell Biv DeVoe? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> the Bostones. You know, I don't they think play? they did, actually. <laughs> Man.
2: They were not mighty enough. No, to play Dickie that show. was probably just complaining that there was an inside job. I can't name another Belvedere song. They don't have any other songs.
1: I do like this on their Wikipedia page. It says right at the top: despite only producing four albums of original material in a 31-year span, <laughs> <laughs> do they have a long gap between like the yeah, last one? Yeah, it's 1990, 93. 2001, 2017 when their albums came out. That's like They did the odd. first one. All right, You got to do a second one. And then they were like, I don't know. Then 9-11 happened. They're like, we're ready. And they put out... <laughs>
2: the world needs Bell Biv DeVoe.
1: <laughs> they put out another album which was there's self... too much
2: poison. <laughs> and then then Trump got elected. And they were like, all right, we're ready again. <laughs> Every time there's a tragedy, <laughs> Bell Biv DeVoe was there to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So maybe they were the one that was poison.
2: Poison. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, (laughs) I watched the movie of this today to, like, remember it because I'd seen it before. And it's not the book. It is very different. It's also not that good. But it is better in every way because it removes about 85% of the book.
1: It's like the it's like the opposite of an appendectomy. It's just appendix. It's
2: all that's yes, left. It's everything just else. appendix.
1: It's like you remove the person. <laughs> that's how much they leave.
2: They cut out all the stuff that doesn't matter. And also, it's Morgan Freeman, so they didn't make them like hook up because he's old. Even in nineteen ninety, whatever, he was still old. Two thousand one came out. Two thousand one. That was two thousand one. It looked dated
1: as fuck. I mean, it was shot in like three sixty p or whatever. or <laughs> shot down to it then. <laughs> I told this to Nathia yesterday, but I, I was. I just, as, as you occasionally do, I found myself in a website showing pornography. And,
2: you know, the comments. <laughs> how did I arrive to I this was like, place? Where is this? This
1: is not what I was looking for. This is how you file your taxes. And the comments on porn videos are hysterical sometimes. And one was like. 260p, we meet again, or whatever it was, like on some ancient porn movie from like 1988. It's like, I remember watching that on a real-time player back in the day. Uh,
2: The technology. Uh, Morgan Freeman still looked old, though, even in 360p. These girls' titties
1: have been cut off. Did he say pocket
2: full of titties? Did he say? Yes, he did. Really? No. God damn it. Because that whole section was not in the movie. All the other murders are not in it. They don't they don't have this, the side stuff at all. Like they don't go to another place. It all happens in DC. Also, this book apparently they mentioned like it's been nearly 2 years. Like this this took place over 2 years. In the movie it's like 2 oh, days. A no weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's quick. She doesn't get sold to Bolivia. He just keeps her in a barn. They they streamlined the entire thing. We left yeah, they out cut out all the dumb shit
1: well, some of the dumb shit we left out is in the book to give it the veneer of psychological drama is they talk about how Gary Suniji was abused as a child and locked in a basement.
2: No, oh, yeah. And they did leave that part in about how he burned his family alive.
1: Oh, yeah, and then like, he has this, his random friend from middle school is like, yeah, that guy's a murderer, all right. <laughs> he ain't fooling nobody. And, and then they never follow up on it. He's <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> oh, well, that's your opinion. And they just leave. Was the movie good? That was like Monica Eh. Potter had a streak there, which she was like,
2: she was the it girl for a minute. Really hot. Yeah, It's not my type. uh, But the movie was fine. No, you know, knowing how bad the book was, it was actually quite good. Um, Objectively, though, it was fine. But it was just like it just it goes to show that there's so much in this book that does not fucking matter. You know, and that didn't didn't add anything of value. It was bloated. Like a whale
0: found every, on the beach. It was every cliche. Yes.
1: So I'd say the, the stuff that doesn't matter starts really early with the, the, ti- the title, which is yeah. never explained. I, mean, I get it. It's like a little Miss Muffet thing or something, but that's never made explicit in the book.
2: I guess he's like a predator who like sets elaborate traps. When people are having picnics? <laughs> like what
1: the fuck? I'll show yes. you and your fucking toughets. Like, <laughs> it's just... Because it's a
2: real tough case. It's fucking for it. dumb.
1: And he was shaving their vaginas, hair, therefore it mismuff it. <laughs> but the title, it starts with the title. It has nothing to do with the rest of the book. That's how bloated with bullshit this book is. Yeah. So who should read it? <sighs> Absolutely nobody. No, Nobody.
0: One. No one should read this. Yet millions and millions and millions of people have I loved it. it Clearly Listen, Millions and
1: millions of people that got COVID Doesn't mean we should all do it Like, fuck that
2: This is dog shit I had COVID and this took longer to get over I had a pretty weak case, I admit that But this, it was it was just so fucking long It was so fucking long
1: It was nine different stereotypical plots
2: Smushed together in a human centipede of a book Ugh.
1: And that just—just just a the, shitty. Also,
2: like all the asses are on all the mouths somehow. It's like an illusion.
1: The, it's like a
2: four-dimensional human centipede. It's a dodecahedron oh, centipede. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. It's, like, it's in all dimensions. <laughs> oh, it's a four-dimensional centipede. <laughs> and in the middle of it's that, like a hypercube
1: uh, centipede eating ass through time. In the middle of the cube, all the centipedes are jerking off, though, and just coming everywhere, because that's what James yeah. Patterson did as he heard his own thoughts.
2: This is brilliant.
1: Yeah, yes. nothing,
2: nothing was bad enough to be like, maybe we could trim that down, James.
1: I, I would love to have read the original draft. I wouldn't want to read the draft, but I would like to see the notes
2: from the original editors. Like, I, Add more about what black people think about day to day. Uh, just like James, maybe look up more synonyms for mahogany. <laughs> I wrote down. I wrote down this. Uh, this one. I thought I really enjoyed this one when he was talking to his grandma, and she's a uh, grandma mama because he's from the south. Gram- grandma mama, and uh, it said she says you're very welcome for your breakfast and this splendid advice don't trust white people. <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, here's your lunch. Don't trust white people. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, James Patterson really believes just like black people, like people sit around and it's just like, like, let's don't trust him. Go have a nice day. It's like, what, what the fuck, <laughs> just, man?
1: <laughs> just your reminder. Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe in James, where is he from? Where is he from somewhere that's like really white?
2: It's like, in, it's like in that Chris Farley movie where he gets on stage and yells, kill whitey. He's from Newburgh,
1: New York. Where the fuck is that? Oh, that's like Orange County, New York. Okay, that's not terribly far.
2: It's far enough, I guess.
1: But it's far enough, and that's a place where they're like, hey, James, have a good day. Don't trust black people. And he was like, that's how families talk to each other. <laughs> they must do the same thing. <laughs> it's mutual. And then push him a little bit. He's like, oh, the black and white are opposite. I don't know where Chinamen fit. Like, he was, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's an oddly racist thing. V- it's I mean, just no, weird. And I, th- I think he was trying to be. And maybe if you read this in 1993, you'd be like, hey, at least he had black people in the book. I don't yeah, know.
2: I guess you know, I'd like. Part of me believes. Part of me believes that he really thought that he was being like progressive. It's like, look at this; they're doing an interracial relationship, and they, you know, but it's like, but you're really weird about this, James. Also, I wrote down this one. This was hilarious. There's a cop. They just name him. He's never in the book again. He's at the crime scene. There's like, hey, is that cop? This dude, Butchie Sh- Dykes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that
0: name.
2: It's like, uh, really? That was a male cop? Uh, that was a dude cop. <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: but James James Patterson. That was the first trans police officer. And they were like, I,
2: that's not how I it know, works, I James. Don't, I don't think that's what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Butchie Dykes. Yikes. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Every time they get to the, every crime scene, they're like, "All their vagina hairs have been cut off." Butchie Dykes, what did you do here? I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I didn't. His mouth's full again, Sarge. <laughs> Put that in the evidence box. Oh, where is the box? Butchie Dykes, what'd you eat? Just what'd you just eat? <laughs> Hardwood floor, no luck, Butchie Dykes. So it, it was just a really random. Name. Though I, I will say, I have a cousin who we call Butchie. And it's not because he's a big lesbian. It's because <laughs> because he's got to be in his mid-50s because they called him butch when he was a kid because he was always fighting people. And that kind of evolved into the, like the affectionate butchy. But he was known for fucking just cold cocking people constantly, just like a fighter. Uh, and now he runs an MMA gym. <laughs> So, that makes sense it makes sense They're like perfect casting for my uh, degenerate family but he they call him butchie still like i was shocked to learn what his real name was when i was like 20 years old it's like fucking ross like frank <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck is that that is unexpected yes <laughs> <laughs> it's like butchie the guy who looks like stone cold steve austin and beats the shit out of people mm-hmm. ross so butchie dykes it must have been like a boy named Sue thing there. You know, he to really live <laughs> with that
2: name. <laughs> His last name is Dykes, so. That's rough. Almost as rough as reading this whole book.
1: Well, I, I, you know, if we're we ever pressed for a punishment book, give you, we can give each other volume like 31 of the Alex Cross, where they really run out of ideas.
0: Or that original book he wrote in 1978, or oh whatever. Oh God, James yeah. Patterson's first book. See, <laughs> Alex, his Run. opus.
1: <laughs> yeah, he has. This, so this is 93, and I'm I'm looking through his Wikipedia, James Patterson bibliography. It's like looking
2: at a phone book page, <laughs> <laughs> because it's written all the all the authors have different names. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but then oh my god, so many of them are like With this guy With that person With this um, But he has all these It really starts in the I 90s I like to think pe- that
2: He writes all the. He has these people Write all these books for him He just gives them a name And they say go for it And then he reads it And he's like I need to know more Of the black thoughts And like James We've been over this We can't do that You that can't do that anymore He's like I need to know what These black people are thinking Not a single one of them Is yelling Don't trust white people it's unrealistic.
1: Well, one of his books, his his one of his thrillers published in 1986 was published under the title Black Market but was later revised to Black Friday in his attempts to understand black people I, mean, I could only assume. <laughs> but yeah, he had six random books published in the 80s or late 70s, not a single one of them anyone gives a shit about. Those would be excellent punishment books. I think I think Chat GPT is just James Patterson. It's just... <laughs> he's sitting there waiver prompts. you <laughs> they like, write a book about fucking a black guy who plays piano and solves and a solves, mystery.
0: And solves murders. <laughs> and is a psychologist. And he's like, I have just the Include thing. Include the phrase pocket full of titty. <laughs> and three references to Star Wars. <laughs> You know what?
1: The uh the, the apparently Gary Siniji, the character, returns in later books,
2: so we should find out what happened. That would be very what confusing if I thought he died.
1: Maybe he did, Jimmy. Maybe it's his ultimate acting he performance. Lives, he lives
2: on inside of all of us.
1: <laughs> Gary Bag of Donuts <laughs> Oh my god. The latest book came in twenty twenty two. The hold on a second. I The latest one he wrote was nineteen ninety six. So the uh Alex Cross series, I think he gets full credit for them. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. But he's the only author name on most of the books. There's one that has a, uh, a co-author. But he has not missed a year since
2: 1999. There has been an <laughs> Alex Cross book every year. Giving <laughs> the people what they want. I guess they're all bestsellers. The people want shit.
0: James Patterson's got it. Feed me Centipede style, baby.
1: Mm.
0: Well, if you liked it, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com.
1: Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc as in Black Hawk. <laughs> 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 It's in the book. It is appropriate. You cut it out every week.
2: <laughs> it works here. Leave it in this time, damn it. I Lord. insist. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Guys Book Club.
1: <laughs> or, uh, if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash drunk club. Or just leave
0: us a review or tell someone to check out the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Whichever way you, you want to do that. And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.